Hello you guys and welcome back to the Lively Pod. I'm so excited to be recording this very fall vibe episode. We're talking all about eating seasonally to help with your holistic health, not only with your gut microbiome, your nutrients that you're getting from the nutrient density of eating seasonally, but also just aligning yourself with the season and being able to really step into fall foods and winter meals like soups and roasted vegetables and things like that. So I'm recording this on the perfect fall day. Will and I went on a 5 a.m. hike where we bundled up in sweatshirts and layers to watch the sunrise with Tucker, our little Australian shepherd puppy. And so it really just got me outside, fresh air. I highly recommend going on a fall walk looking at the leaves changing if you're in an area that has all four seasons and just really getting morning sun that's so important for our circadian rhythms and our cycles and just also stepping in tune with the season especially after daylight saving time when our whole (laughs) I feel like world shifts And so focusing on celebrating that morning light and knowing that it will get darker sooner. So if you can start your day out a little bit earlier, you can be ready for bed a little bit sooner when it's all dark and cozy out. But anyway, let's talk about the meat of the episode, eating seasonally, seasonal eating, all the different ways you want to say it, but basically what this term means is um, a very intuitive way of eating. For instance, when the weather is warm and dry, juicy foods like watermelon and cucumbers might sound more refreshing to get in hydration that you may be lacking during warmer months. And then when the cooler days happen, fall and winter, You may be looking towards warming roasted vegetables. And then in spring, you may naturally crave cleansing vegetables like asparagus. So following this intuition and eating a primarily seasonal and local diet can really help create a healthy internal environment or balance in the body. Not only will you meet your body's seasonal needs, but you'll also support a gut microbiome, your immune system, especially as we head into winter, working on anything we can do to strengthen our immune system is always a plus, as well as this helps the environment, as if there weren't enough reasons. (laughs) So let's talk about the reasons to eat seasonally before I give you a bunch of examples and what it could look like in your diet in the second half of the episode. So we'll start off with a hot topic, talking all about how seasonal foods support a diverse gut microbiome. And so the type of food that grows changes with each season. So as you shift your food intake, you feed a variety of beneficial bacteria that live inside your system, which in turn creates stronger immunity and better overall health. So what we want to do is by varying our food intake, by changing it with every season, you're likely to get in a lot more variety of gut bacteria that can grow and kind of weed out those non-beneficial bacteria in your gut. And so 
one study that I had looked into with seasonal variable diets and their impacts on the microbiome, it looked at people who ate a significant quantity of fruits and vegetables only during the summer and found a huge shift in their microbiome as they shift from summer to winter. The increased consumption of fibrous fruits and vegetables during the summer denoted this shift favoring blooms of bacteria that specialize in fiber digestion. So that's just one example of how the foods you eat really can shift that gut microbiome over time. So if you are having problems with bloat or indigestion or inconsistent stools, things of that nature, then diversifying your gut microbiome, including foods that are local and seasonal, that are super nutrient dense, can be a way to build that diversity up that everyone's looking for. Next, another reason to eat seasonally is that seasonal foods are bursting with nutrients. So, As soon as fruits and vegetables are picked, they start losing key nutrients, especially within 24 hours. And so the majority of our food consumed today is picked unripe and then shipped thousands of miles. When it arrives, it's both less flavorful, but also less nutritious. So one of the best ways to eat seasonally is to also eat locally. Go to your local farmer's market, go to your local co-op to find things that are ripened for as long as possible, and then don't sit on the shelf. Another way to do this is buy frozen foods. A lot of times frozen foods are flash frozen, meaning that they're frozen basically right after they are picked, and this preserves a lot of the nutrients. So when I'm cooking things like say pasta with spaghetti sauce i often incorporate an entire bag of spinach into my sauce i'll buy frozen spinach because it'll have a lot more nutrients than say if i were to buy a bag of spinach that has been shipped all the way across the world i go to make it maybe a week after i buy it it's already started to wilt a little bit and it just doesn't have those same nutrients so the less distance your food travels from field to plate the more you're ingesting these great nutrient-dense foods, the higher the nutrient value that these plants can contain. Eating seasonally, local produce often has fewer chemicals, which is yet another benefit. Since fruits that are harvested ripe have a shorter shelf life, many suppliers shipping from huge distances pick fruit before they're ripened and then use chemicals such as ethylene to artificially ripen them to stay looking fresh longer. So fruits can also be injected. I don't know if y'all knew this, but they can be injected to look more colorful and coated in unhealthy waxes to keep them fresh. So when you buy locally, locally produced fruits and vegetables, on the other hand, often are free of added chemicals that keep the produce looking fresh during transport and beyond kind of going off of this in the transportation aspect of it seasonal foods support the environment and your community so food that travels an average of a thousand five hundred miles before it ends up on your plate that's a huge huge difference than something that travels just maybe 50 miles from you from a local farm 
it can have a big impact in how the food is handled, what's on the food, as well as how the workers have been treated and compensated. By choosing seasonal local food, you know where your food comes from. In addition, your food choices can reduce carbon footprint that mass food production and distribution leave on the planet. And you can have the benefit of financially supporting individuals and families in your community rather than these large food corporations. And so overall, eating with the cycles of nature creates an opportunity to tune in and celebrate the seasons. It often leaves me in a better mood too. I love getting into fall moods where it's like cozy and you grab a blanket and you have pumpkins and uh, butternut squash and things of that nature. It's starting to be soup season, chili season, you roll into winter and you really look at those roasted vegetables making all those good hearty nutrient dense soups like beef stew. And then you roll into spring and everything, you're shedding layers, you're starting to find more fruits and vegetables grown locally, and it's a fun way to not only get in the spirit of the new season, but you can really become in tune with what you're eating, as well as just offer you a challenge. That's one of the things I love about this too, is I find we get set in such specific rhythms and ways where we can have the same five meals every single week and just get in the habit of making them. They're easy. They're our go-tos. We like them. But what's so fun about eating seasonally is that it forces you out of your comfort zone. It forces you to pick up an eggplant that you would have never picked up and then create a recipe with it at the center. And so let's just go ahead and go through each season thinking about what foods you can try to incorporate. So with it being fall, let's start there. The leaves begin to fall from trees, weather cools, and the energy of most plants moves inward. It's time to nourish ourselves with heartier foods that help the body ground itself in cooler weather, releasing the summer heat. So think dark leafy greens, onions, parsnips, pumpkin, and turnips. You can think apples. Apples is a great one. We're all going to the apple orchard. So apples and broccoli and carrots, cranberries and dates, garlic and kale. And honestly, just look up a whole list of fall foods and you will be at a great spot. Just pick a few to choose from and create a recipe around it. Moving into winter, it's the coldest season of the year. Not much is actively sprouting or growing. The energy of the plant is really underground in the roots. So it's time to cozy up for hearty warming stews using a lot of root vegetables. Many foods available in this season are especially supportive of immunity, an important consideration during colder months. So thinking citrus fruit is rich in vitamin C and garlic contains immune supporting compounds. Other foods would be artichokes, beets, kale, oranges, grapefruit, sweet potato, rutabagas, Swiss chard, yams, parsnips, white potatoes, all things that kind of go really well in a stew. And then 
come spring, energy is bubbling to the surface, green plants sprout, shoot, and grow. Your body may crave foods that support the body's natural detoxification and digestive processes come the spring. So honoring that and kind of eating natural cleansing in-season foods such as asparagus, arugula, baby lettuces, dandelion greens, and sprouts. Sprouts are so nutrient-dense. It's crazy. You can grow them in your house in a jar. Definitely look into those because they're just so energy-dense that I would recommend eating them all year round if you can. And then also recognizing that eating seasonal foods, eating local foods, they'll also help with those allergies that you may have come springtime. Summer, the air is thick and hot. There's an abundance of sunshine. And so plants are putting most of their energy, most of their nutrients in their fruits, which can be naturally cooling and hydrating during the hottest time of the year. So focusing on foods like bell peppers and mangoes and melons, tomatoes and zucchini are all great options come summer. So you guys, depending on where you live, your seasonal weather patterns and available produce may vary with each season. And so research what produce is available to you where you are. Look to your local vendors. And if you can't find any in your area, then look towards those frozen foods as well as looking up what is in season currently. Likely whatever is in season in the United States will be less traveled than something that you're trying to buy out of season in the United States. And so looking into that, finding what works with your body, finding outside of your comfort zone with new recipes to try by incorporating more seasonal foods. I hope this helped give you some ideas to spice up your eating habits, spice up your dinner menus for the upcoming fall season. Check out my blog for some great soup options and fall foods, fall eats. I have a lot of recipes at lettucebelively.com and I think that'll be a great spot for you to start. I'll put out an Instagram post to go with this that goes over all of the different foods that you can eat to be in season, especially this fall. But you can always look it up on Pinterest, look it up online, and just pick two or three each week to experiment with to start tuning into your body, tuning into the seasons, and eating intuitively. This was a nice little short podcast episode, but if you liked it, it would mean the world to me if you could rate it and leave a comment. I would love to hear from all of you and hear how you're eating seasonally this fall. Have a great week and I'll talk to you next Sunday.